This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into the NBA and where you should be putting your money in the association. So, Jenks, let's start in Philly, where the Hawks and the Sixers squaring off, where the Hawks are laying a point and a half on the road here, total 220 and a half. Now, the Sixers are going to be without some key players as the injury list has uh, grown quite big for the Sixers. However, despite not having some of their bigger pieces, including uh, James Harden, Joel Embiid, they've been winning games. And I know the last two have been against the lowly magic, but still, this is a Sixers team that uh, when getting points, they've been really good. They have won three of their last four, all as underdogs getting points in those matchups. So what's your initial read on this one? God, I'll tell you my initial read. I hate this game. Absolutely hate this game. Of all the games that we have, I just, I don't know what to do because first of all, the Sixers are completely banged up. Now, Joel Embiid could play tonight. He could play, but he has a foot sprain. He's been out. James Harden is out. Tyrese Maxey is out. So they've been getting good performances from Shake Milton, who had a nice game last night. Tobias Harris has stepped up. The problem here is the Hawks are so bad against the number on the road. They're 13 and 37 against the spread in their last 55 games away from Atlanta. So, yeah, I think the Hawks are probably the right side here. But they're terrible on the road, and I don't know who's going to play for the 76ers. Maybe you roll the dice and you think Joel Embiid might step in the lineup, but I bet he doesn't. So I guess I would lean Hawks, but, man, there are just better games on the board. There's way too many factors here that are just questionable. You just don't know who's going to play, and you don't know how the Hawks are going to look on the road. I think I'd lean towards the Sixers, and I know it's not my favorite game either just because you don't really know who you're going to play. And also – like, I don't really want to trust, like, the depth guys and Shake Milton to have uh, another big game here. But the Sixers, like I said, have won outright in three of their last four when getting points. And also, uh, won outright getting seven and a half against a Brooklyn team that was at full strength. If you remember, that was the game in which Ben Simmons made his return to Philadelphia. So, I think I like the Sixers getting a point and a half here, but uh, not my favorite play of the week uh, or the day, I should say. Let's go to Boston where the red hot Celtics are laying 11 and a half points against a very banged up Charlotte team. Uh, We have a total of 220 and a half in this one. Jinx, I was thinking to myself, Charlotte has nobody, but still an 11 and a half point spread is pretty sizable. So what's your read here? I think I would lay it. I can't trust the Hornets at all, and I know it's a big number, but two things here. Number one is the Celtics rested Jason Tatum last night in a win against the Wizards. So you say, okay, the Celtics back into a back-to-back. Jason Tatum rested. They got a great performance from Jalen Brown, so Tatum is going to be fresh. And also, if you look at the Celtics, they just keep covering. In their last 10, they're 7-3 and against the number. Charlotte is just awful. They can't shoot the ball. I think I'm going to lay the 11.5 with Boston. I don't think I I want any business playing 11 and a half points in the NBA. Uh, But this is a Charlotte team that's out, not only guys, but like their best guys. LaMelo Ball out uh, for this one, still nursing that ankle injury. Gordon Hayward out indefinitely. Dennis Smith Jr., Cody Martin. Everybody seems to be out for Charlotte. However, they have won their last three games against the spread, covering in all three of those, uh, winning as favorites uh, against the, the Sixers, I believe. Uh, in that one lone spot as favorites. 
So I don't know. I think this is too big of a number for me to want to lay, uh, even with a Celtics team that is just red hot. And also, they're playing at home in this one with Jason Tatum expected to be back as well. Let's go to Washington, where the T-Wolves are favorites against the Wizards laying a point and a half and the total 228 and a half. So, Jenks, your hometown team, Mm. are you going to take the points with the Wizards? Here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to play the under in this game. Total set at 228 and a half. And both teams played high-scoring games last night. I think the number is inflated a touch because of that. But both of these teams on the back end of a back-to-back, I think we see some tired legs here. 228 and a half seems a little high to me. Plus, Minnesota is the fourth-best under team in the NBA. Uh, I'm going to go under 228 and a half, I think. Ugh, I don't want anything to do with an under that involves the Washington Wizards and the T-Wolves because <laughs> I think a lot of times the T-Wolves have hit the under just because their totals have been so high. Last time out, their total was 237.5 against Golden State. That game hit the over, but a lot of their totals have been in the 230s because this is a high-scoring offense. So it's also built into the number as well. But if you look at the Wizards, they've had some really low totals, uh, 209, 214, and 220. So something has to give in this one. So I don't have a great read, but this is a Wizards team that's kind of cooled off, uh, losing each of their last three games and not even covering. Uh, They had a push in that game against Miami, but still uh, maybe the T-Wolves are the way to go, but they've lost two straight games. So not really two teams that I want to put any of my money on this is the daily tip presented by BetMGM. i'm chelsea messenger he's michael jenkins right now doing a little nba and later in the show we'll do our monday night football preview including sides totals props we've got it all coming up next segment but right now sticking with the nba and let's go to toronto where the Cavs and the raptors squaring off raptors laying a point and a half at home total 213 and a half jenks I think the trend to watch for the Cavs has been the overs. Last year, Mm -hmm. they were certainly an under team because they were so good defensively. But this year, it really hasn't been the case. So uh, what was your initial reaction to this? Because for me, I think it was maybe taking a look at an over. Yeah, I like that. I'm looking at Raptors' money line. Here's... Oh, I'm not going to say it. I was going to complain about injury reports early in the morning, and I feel like I do that every single NBA segment, so I'm having to zip up my own mouth. But there is a possibility that Pascal Siakam could play tonight. He's questionable for the game, but he has started working out with the team, and he is well, he's been out since, what, the first of the month with a strain groin, so he is due back anytime. Raptors won four of their last five at home, even without him. They beat the Cavaliers earlier this season. This is also the second game in three nights for Cleveland, especially if Siakam returns. I would just take the Raptors on the money line at minus 115. Ooh. Even though on the other end, uh, Donovan Mitchell has been playing really well for the Cavs, averaging 30 points a game this year, uh, a scoring threat every single time he is on the court. And like I said, I think uh, when you're looking at totals, Donovan Mitchell is not really the plus defender. As as much as he is an offensive threat, he's not nearly as good on the defensive end. Uh, But you're right. There's a big question mark in this one. So I think I am going to stay away because I don't like the big question marks. Uh, Speaking of big question marks, I think you could give that nickname to Anthony Davis of the Lakers. Uh, Lakers and Pacers squaring off tonight where the Lakers laying four and a half at home. And this is one where go ahead. You can complain about the injury report because it seems like that's the case with the Lakers. 
No one ever knows if Anthony Davis is playing. I feel like his name always is followed by questionable, doubtful, maybe probable. Uh, and that's the case in this one too. Dude, no way am I laying four and a half with the, with the Lakers. Pacers are plus 155 on the money line. I would take a hard look at the money line or at least grab the Pacers plus four and a half. This line makes zero sense. Lakers are the fourth worst team against the number in all of basketball at seven and 11. The Pacers are the third best team against the spread in the NBA. And here's the thing about the Lakers. They've won three of their last four. Three of those wins came against the San Antonio Spurs. So don't let them fool you. I don't think they have anyone who can answer or slow down Tyrese Halliburton. We never know about AD. Give me the Pacers on the money line, plus 155. Yeah, I should clarify that uh, it looks like LeBron is back and Anthony Davis is probable. So if you believe that, which, you know, who knows with Anthony Davis, uh, but maybe LeBron puts on a strong performance here. But we have seen this. It is not the LeBron James show. It takes a team around him for them to win games. And sometimes uh, it's not enough for LeBron to score 30-plus points. So uh, I think I'd be on the Pacers at least getting points, maybe not on the money line. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.